This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? Welcome to uh, Gwen and Chris on a Monday. 2.01 is the time kicking off Super Bowl week here on San Diego's uh, number one sports talk station, 97.3. The fan, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios and... Uh, well, all day, a little rain out there, and it's been a, you know, I, I don't know, I felt it was kind of a down weekend, and I, I'm just kind of feeling, feeling a little, little, little melancholy today. And then I look over and I see Tony Gwynn Jr. wearing his Grinch Nikes, and I'm thinking, this might be some type of little day here we got going. <laughs> you got the Grinches on? I got the Grinches on. Yesterday, right? you know what yesterday was, Tony? It was, was the first story? Sunday since August with no NFL football. It's, it wasn't all that pleasurable either. Right. You know what That's I'm what saying? I'm like, saying. It was just a down-and-out day. I mean, they, they even canceled the golf. Couldn't even go to golf to pick up the slack. I saw the jokes. It's just one step closer to live now because they're only playing 54 <laughs> three, holes. Three rounds. <laughs> right. Yeah, the uh, Pebble Beach was uh, wiped out. Anyway, it just seemed like kind of a blah day and a bit of a blah weekend. The Aztecs, of course, provided a spark, as they often do, by beating Utah State Saturday. We'll talk about that as we go along. But we begin with some Super Bowl news. And Scraby's already – you know what? You got to get out is the book. You know my yeah. book? Yeah, get that book out. There it is. That book. I'm going to loan it to you. I don't I'm going to loan it. you that book from now until next, maybe Wednesday. I don't want it. Maybe and you can give him his own book at this. Point. Well, he can have that one because I think he's going to need that big of a book to write down all of the excuses he's starting to make yeah. for why the 49ers are going to lose the Super Bowl. I have made no excuses. Well, and, and, and the sad part, you haven't made any on air. The sad part <laughs> is his, his own organization is, is hand-feeding him They're excuses. fueling yeah. you excuses. Yeah, yeah the uh, 49ers are all upset that the practice field that they're working out on at UNLV... They're miffed. They're miffed. Various members of the organization say the field is not up to snuff. The NFL apparently put a sod field in on top of the field turf, started laying it last week, and the NFL ordinarily requires Super Bowl practice fields to meet certain standards in December. The NFL said, we looked at the field, it's fine. <laughs> According to the NFL Players Association, they're supposed to check it. 
Anyway, I kind of like this. Let 49ers the, are already yeah. whining their way out Number of one. Let, let Number Super one. Bowl Number 58. One. Let the finger pointing begin. Yeah. Look at the, uh, the uh, what is that thing called? The big Death Star that's out there in Vegas. They put up the helmets. The 49ers. Sphere. Sphere. 49ers one looks pretty cool. Uh, by Chiefs the way, one looked pretty cool, too. By the way, Chris, uh, no one from the 49ers team itself was was sourced in this um, complaint. So where, it could where, be anyone. Where do you think it came from? Considering Various the- members of their organization sources uh, said. Tell, oh, yeah. Okay, tell me who. I'm just saying. No, it was, came from the 49ers. So well, this- is Adam Schefter making it up? Is he now on the... Is he now on the NFL payroll See, that is trying to you know make sure the 49ers lose this Super Bowl game? Is Adam Schefter now one of the guys against you? Um, Adam Schefter's not against me, but I do know that Adam Schefter crafts his messages in the, the way that oh, the NFL nice. wants. I see. It's well, the NFL wants this story about their fields not being great. This is definitely right up the NFL's alley. I right? believe this is, what they want. this is the NFL starting the misinformation campaign against the 49ers, which will in, st- in turn make more people see, want the Chiefs to see, win. See, Chris, my, my, I, how I imagine this happened is you had some staff members, you know, complaining to on the sideline. Right. Scheffler, or the source that Scheffler talked to, is hearing these complaints as yeah. they're going through practice. And then go gets back to Scheffler, he reports it. Who's Scheffler? Scheffler, excuse me. I would, like, I would like somebody to explain this one, though. The NFL hardness score. Yes, tell me about this. For Chris. a field averages 78. Has to be a The above 49ers 70. field is considered in the 50s. Yeah. What in the world is a hardness score? I will tell you this. When What are you going to tell us about the hardness score? You know Stray? what this is? Well, I did a lot of research. Oh. <laughs> Wikipedia. No, it, it's one of the things that surprised me most. Stay with me about walking on Petco for the fir- field for the first time. Petco Park. Yeah, the the actual baseball field is pretty hard. Like it's it's not as soft as you would think it is. And so when I walked on the Chargers practice fields back there back when they were here, I also noticed how hard the field was. They're sharing a field, you know. Same. Thing. They're not. I don't think they're practicing in the same place, are they? What are we talking about here? Okay, sorry. What I'm, why I said all of that is to say that there is a hardness difference in pre, in regular grass fields and then football fields that the NFL uses, and they are the this is the biggest events in the NFL's year. You should make sure. Yes, but they want the Chiefs good. to win, so they I have know. to make sure that they I do know. everything in their power. <laughs> I know to stick it to the Forty ers I know. All right. I know. The week started off good for Taylor Swift. She won a Grammy, her 13th last night. Travis Kelsey was not present. Can you imagine the, at the festivities? By, by, by the way, by the way, uh, you lay sod down a week before uh, a team is going to come out and it just doesn't seem like enough time. No, that seems like somebody that dropped seem, the ball, I must seems say. short. I'm just saying a, a week Seems Sod. like they would have done this a little while this ago. This isn't like you got a bunch of, you know, me, you, and Scrabies on the field. I mean, there's, there's some big big boys You're on like, there. Oh, I don't want to roll this out anymore. I'm just going to push it. Yeah. Well, 49ers will be able to use that They've got as their an first excuse. excuse. They've got some other ones. The Chiefs have their first distraction of the week. Patrick Mahomes, senior, not Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, but his dad, getting uh, cited for a DWI. If that stands, it would be his third, and he would face 
up to 10 years jail in jail. Time. This is not a good it's not a good look for Patrick Mahomes senior obviously and uh, something that his son will have to negotiate to get ready for the week. If your relative of any kind is playing in the Super Bowl, you know, you just you can't do anything the week before the game. I'm not saying that getting a DWI is a smart it's not at any time. But especially the week before the Super Bowl, it's going to make gigantic headlines. And unfortunately, the, for Patrick Mahomes Sr., this has. Yeah, I mean, you just... I know it's a lot of responsibility for yeah. people who don't have anything to do with the actual game, but guess what? That's part of your fam. He's got to sit down somewhere. They're going to they're gonna find it. Yeah. They're going to find it if you are connected to this game in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, Super Bowl comes up Sunday. We will carry the game here on 97.3 The Fan. I believe it kicks off around 3.30, but I'm not sure because it by does. the time they get you know done with all of the pregame rigmarole, we'll, uh, we'll come in from Las Vegas. Las Vegas. This is the first Super Bowl ever in Las Vegas, right? Has to be. Yeah, because they never used to let them play any games in Las Vegas, let alone a Super Bowl. So, All right, anything else, Scraby, for your 49ers? No, I, I didn't know we were tonight is the opening, show with that. But... Tonight is opening night for the Super Bowl. Yes. Whatever that means. Oh, they have a whole TV thing. Is it? Do we got media day uh, coming up? I think that's tomorrow, tomorrow, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. They've changed it a little bit. We'll find out together. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we will. I don't know. So what did you do yesterday in lieu of watching, having any football to watch? Anybody? I did laundry. Yeah, me too. I didn't do much of anything. I have nothing to report. I did laundry. I tried to take the dogs out to get some exercise, and um, it was a mistake on my part. Why? Because I let them off leash, and they went and found the mud. They went and found your the dog mud. loves mud. What, what he is... loves water. He loves mud. He loves sleeping in the rooms. Everything about it. Everything is about he outside it. right now. Sleeping. I'm in the sure rain? he is because when I left, <laughs> he was trying to get outside. It's like no, you cannot go out in the rain. Last year, actually, he was bugging me so much. To go out in the rain, I put a video out there of me walking Lucky in the downpour. But yeah, I just hung out with Lucky yesterday. We got him muddy, gave him a bath. Yeah, I think everybody bit. had a dull Sunday. I didn't do a thing. Yeah, never it, got my I mean, sweats it was, off. It was a good. Te- it was a good like kind of, you know, taste of what it's going to be after next I know, Sunday. You know I know. I know. Like until. What do we do every year? What do we do every year in January and February? We certainly don't. We can't fill it watching the NBA. Well, that's what your option is. NBA, NHL. College basketball. That's what my option is. Aztecs are back in the top 25. They're ranked number 24 this week. After a nice victory over Utah State. Uh, I'm very happy, obviously, to get this win. Uh, The Aztecs seem to take. I, I don't know that Brian Dutcher listened to my harangue last week after the loss at Colorado State. In fact, I'm sure he didn't. And had he heard it, he wouldn't have cared about anything I said. But the one thing I said was it's time to get Jay Powell in the lineup and playing a lot more than eight minutes per game. And he he played 25 minutes on Saturday and, and actually made the start. Scored yeah. 16 points, game high. I just think Jay Powell's a key guy. You've got to have him on the floor in crunch time. He did not play much at the in the Colorado State loss. Brian Dutcher said as much after this game. He said, "I got to give the guy a chance to play." So he was yeah. he was even critical of himself. He also replaced Micah Parrish with Darion Trammell. Now I don't know that that's you know 
anything on Parrish. But Parrish, remember the game before at Colorado State, was a minus 32. And I'm not saying Dutcher's was trying to send a message, but you know, you're going to have to play a little better than that if you want playing time. Now Parrish came back, put up 14 off the bench Saturday. So Brian Dutcher, he's got a pretty good feel for his team. I think that's what that tells us. Yeah, I thought Jay Powell. You know, he played better. You know, he oh, he, he, had, awesome. he he had the eight minutes in the previous game with, with no rebounds, no Nothing. no no field goals. No, he got. And according sh- to a Ziegler story today, he wasn't even running the right plays. Yeah, and, like and, he was lost out there. They had to take him out of the game. And, and that's that's you know, the, if you see a guy like Jay Bow not get minutes, there's usually something behind it, especially yeah. when you're dealing with a guy like like Coach Dutcher. And he made the adjustment, he gets him in the starting lineup. Um, I thought my man Bird played. Bird well. was good. He was once again. He continues it, and 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 when we had Coach on on Friday, Coach Acker, that was one of the things he talked about was how him and Jay Powell have put pressure on the staff to get more and more playing time. Yeah. And, and and he spoke very highly of both. They both came out, but I thought uh, having Tremel in the starting lineup gave him a little offensive punch early on. Yeah. Harris shot the ball a whole lot better too, coming off the bench. I don't know if that was if they are connected in some way, but he played better for sure. Yeah. Now Parrish, I mean, the thing was is the four guys that changed roles, Powell and Tremel, came in for Saunders and Parrish. The four guys in question combined to score fifty points. Right. So they all played well. So Brian Dutcher. You know, proved once again Pushing why he's right a buttons. great coach. Yep. You push the right buttons. You got to have a good feel for your team. Ladie had a big game, sixteen and nine, and he didn't even need to score the final fifteen minutes to get that. Yeah. So it was a nice win. It gets the Aztecs back in the rankings. They'll be on the road tomorrow. That's night. a physical Utah State team oh, too. Yeah. That they that they went you know nose to nose with the whole game. Yeah, they out rebounded them. They were plus nine. The Aztecs were. It was a good game. They got to they got to bring one of these on the road. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. that Air Force is necessarily the challenge, but they've you know they can't slip up. They've still got one really tough road game remaining at Nevada, and uh, you know I want to see them get one of these road wins. You know they they lost at Boise, they lost at New Mexico. Oh, they also play at Utah State later, so they've yeah, got two, they got two tough road, road games. games yeah. They got two tough road games left between now and the end of the regular season. I think it would be great, you know, for them to get one of those at least and get the confidence that they can go out and play to this level away from home because the conference, by and large, the home teams have just held serve yeah. all you know the entire season. And it's a testament to this to this conference. It's so How good, yeah. It is, yeah. Right now, Utah State seven and two, Boise seven and two, the Aztecs in New Mexico are six and three, and then there are four teams right behind them with four losses. Right. I mean, it's a great conference. I mean, eight teams can beat anybody on any given night, and the Mountain West, you know, is being given by the uh, pollsters anyway. Three spots in the top twenty-five. Well, I mean, numbers twenty-two, twenty-four, and twenty-five. That's what they can have, according to the polls. So. At least from what I saw, it's only the Mountain West and the Big Twelve. That's it. That have five teams in, in a, the top in net. the top net. Right. Those are the only two conferences in the country. Yes, but the pollsters don't have a clue. No. Because they, they, they don't get that. They don't get that memo. I mean, they snuck three teams in, but like I said, nobody's higher than number 20, 22. 22, 24, 25? That's it. Yeah. That's all they've got. South Carolina won a game last week at Tennessee, and that's a great win. Don't get me wrong. But they jumped into the poll at 15. 
So they <laughs> Wait, go right they in. They went from outside to 25 to 15. Right into 15. Yeah, that makes the sense. The Aztecs, Utah State, New Mexico, beating each other up all year long, beating teams outside of the league, high in the net. They can't get in the top 20. Nah. So anyway, we'll we'll continue to complain about that this year. All right, we're underway. How you doing, Scrape? You okay? It's been quiet over here. He must yeah, be I'm working. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, – no, I'm <sighs> – <laughs> I've put my phone as my like dual authentication thing uh, because for our email we have to log in yes, and yes. Uh, sometimes it's time for your new password is that well what that is? and then sometimes when you hit the accept button it doesn't work so then yeah I have to go like redo it again and sign myself out it's a really joyous thing that's that why we haven't heard from you very much basically it's because I'm frustrated over here okay. all right well you get frustrated I got a uh, one quick thing before we go to our first break I got a tweet complaint over the weekend i've heard this complaint from you before many times scraby is it I, your crackers in the break no i'm oh. breathing too loud <laughs> oh. so if you look over and i've turned blue stop over breathing. here because i've stopped breathing you'll know why somebody complained about it on twitter somebody complained about it on twitter so oh. i gotta be very careful about breathing today it's funny it's only funny because scraby like Oh, he gets on me about this all the time. I try not to anymore. For years. I try not to anymore. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to stop breathing. So until we return, I will hold my breath. It is it is strong sometimes to quite strong. I know. I don't know what else to do. I, okay, here I think I think I know why the breathing was bad. It was because we had to use the back studio that one day, and so the mics are set up different in the back studio here. We have crafted the mic to block a little bit of the breathing. Is that right? Know. Is that yes. what you're going with? Bill and I have sat in here for. I'm very self-conscious today. I, I got to tell you, I'm very self-conscious today. So <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Darth Vader. That's not it. Ooh, ooh, not ooh. that bad. I'm not. <laughs> Maybe it is. My favorite thing. My favorite thing. Scraby does. He'll turn like when Chris stops talking. He'll turn his mic down. But then he'll forget that he turned it down, and Chris will start talking. Yeah, and he's talking into it a, a mic that's off. That happens often. <laughs> yes, we have a we have a chat from Rob. Chris out here just trying to live, and he still can't catch a break. Do not. Just Do trying to survive. Not. Jocelyn says Tony's laughing because it's true. I know it's true. It, it's not, I'm not saying it's not true. Scraby complains all the time, so I know it's true. I do. I yeah. just don't know what to do about it. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not arguing against it. I'm saying that I'm very self conscious today, I will and I don't you, know what quite to do because I think I'm going to have to breathe. I will give you that. You are trying. It's just like I yeah, think, you do have to breathe. I think it's. I think it's extra funny. Because <laughs> Scraby has been complaining about this forever, and it took just one tweet to yeah. all of a sudden get Chris's attention. Oh yes, on yes. It. Now I now it has gotten me. It has gotten my attention. Everybody's telling me I'm making this up forever. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, oh. Tony says use a pop filter. That's not. That's not. We have. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Try to survive. More Gwen and Chris coming up till six. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 225 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scravey. Had some baseball movement. Was it yesterday? Bobby Witt Jr. Gets the big bag. I'm over here holding my breath. Sorry. <laughs> 11 years, 288.7 million dollars. That means the Royals will not be able to sign another player for the rest of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's like their entire payment for the entire decade. Yeah, not the not the it's deepest pocket, not the deepest pockets in uh Yeah. Major League Baseball. 3-year club option can bring the total value to about 377. Hmm. 11 years, million dollars. Million dollars. Oh. Uh, 11 years guaranteed, 14 potentially. So, Did he get to 30 30 last year, Scrape? I know he did. I he got he to did. 30 49. 30 49. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That was my only prediction that came true. That was a good one. O'Neill Cruz was out in like the first month. So that prediction yeah. did not come true. Broke his foot. I'm going to ask you guys in the Big Five just a little preview. Does he deserve that? So. Bobby Witt? Yes. All right. Easy answer. Um, I know what Tony Gwynn Jr. will say. The pitching whisper, as I like to call it, Ruben Niebla. He'll mm. join our guys, Ben and Woods, tomorrow morning at 8.35. Make sure you tune oh, in. Good. What time's that? 8.35? 8.35 a.m. Ruben doesn't do a lot of radio we, interviews. We, we because... haven't had Ruben very often. Well, uh, now, did the pot, did Bob Mel? I can't imagine Bo Mel made a, made a stink about having assistant coaches or coaches on radio interviews. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. But there was something about that. We couldn't we couldn't get those guys. Nonetheless, he's we on have tomorrow. Ruben Ebel tomorrow. Yes. And That's then good. uh today Eric Grupner uh joined Ben and Woods and a lot of questions surrounding the organization in terms of chain of command, in terms of the holes in this roster. Uh but we start with the latest on the T V deal. So we're not unique if for those who have kind of paid attention yeah. to what's been going on with Diamond Sports Group and you know, formerly owned by Sinclair and the bankruptcy proceedings, you know, the, the entire regional sports network model has been, you know, really under a lot of distress and that's led to pretty rapid um, dislocation in, in, in the TV rights or the media rights for those teams that control their rights locally and Major League Baseball is one of those leagues. So, you know, we were a bit of the tip of the spear on that. As we talked about last year, we were the first team to move to MLB media. And with that came 
a option for our fans in our market that they had never had previously, which was the ability to stream our games um, on a monthly basis through MLB.com or you know MLB TV and without local market blackout. Yep. So that was a great option that was added that we had not had previously. And then our goal has been working with MLB media and the folks at MLB to continue to secure that same linear distribution, which is the cable and satellite distributors that we've had traditionally while adding that direct to consumer option. So, you know, it continues to evolve. It's not unique to San Diego and our goal will be to continue to have our games available as widely as possible for our fans in our market. And we're working with Major League Baseball to do that right now. Major League Baseball is taking the lead on it um, at MLB Media. And it's going to take, you know, some time here um, through spring training to the start of the season before we have clarity on all the different cable and satellite distributors that will carry our games. But we're going to continue to have that monthly option through what will become Padres TV this year, uh, same product as was available to our fans last year. So that regardless of whether you're a cord never, or a cord shaver, or a cord cutter, you know you have that other option. But we also want to continue to maintain as many cable satellite options for our fans as possible as well. Translation, come season, you'll be able to get the games all the same. Yeah. Now yeah. there may be other options. I don't know what exactly what linear. What was the word he used there? Linear. Um, I just forgot. It was linear distribution. Linear distribution. Now Meaning. He, he, they're trying to make it as easy as possible for Boom. people to access the content. There's your, there's but your translation. Padres TV, I think, is pretty cool. I, I that that definitely like the whole process would interest me because they could turn it into anything they want. And well, that's why they want it to be a, a central kind of. That's where everybody Media goes. Deal, yeah, where everybody goes. Because I loved it last it. year once they uh, went to Padre or MLB. I, I know that Bally, it, people didn't notice a big difference. I noticed a difference. I just thought it was more Padre centric. Yeah, I, I just liked it was it more better. streamlined. There was there was they didn't... there wasn't a bunch of crap going across the bottom of the screen the entire <laughs> it was game. Pretty simple. I could actually watch the game. <laughs> you know, if I want to know the scores of every other game up to the second, I can pull my phone out and check it whenever I want. I don't need to be updated on the uh, National Rodeo League results Why not? while I'm watching the seventh <laughs> inning of a Padre Rodeo game. League. You know, I mean, please. Valley gave you everything at the bottom of the screen and updates and promotions. Distracting. And commercials and, you know, yeah, just let me watch the game. I love it. So I liked it last year. So I you're telling me that'll be kind of what it is hopefully this year. Uh, so much more from Eric Gruppner. Later on in the show, we got to get to break because when we return, Jim Callis, MLB Pipeline, comes on the show. He's going to talk a little bit about these Padre prospects that you may or may not see in the 2024 season. We're going to Chris ahead. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
We are underway. Monday, rainy day. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. I feel like I'm there, down today. But uh, Jim Callis from Baseball America will help pick us up here. We'll talk a little baseball here shortly. Eric Gruppner, more from him later on in the program, including Eric Gruppner proclaiming Padres are going to have a roster that can win the World Series. He proclaimed that on Ben and Woods this morning. I just want to say I hope he's right. But ESPN Plus, my guys that I pay for, they came out with their preseason baseball rankings today, Tony. Power rankings, did you see these? I did not. These are your favorite, your power rankings. Yeah, I pay for these. So I'm going to tell everybody about them. Where do you think the Padres rank out of 30 teams right now? I'm going to say 13. Yeah. I would think they'd at least be in the upper half. They're not. Below. 16th, just below the break-even mark. It's a little different than where they were at this time last year. That's all we can say. Last year they were top four or five. Definitely. You know, and see how that worked out. Not too well. So... Hopefully the power rankings will be wrong. Eric Gruppner will be right. We'll hear more from the Padres team president in a little while. I mean, the power rankings, well, they're just that. It's incomplete right now. Of course. That's of course, you don't know what the Padres roster is going to be. It's not, Absolutely. I don't know if it's stupid to have a power right ranking. Right now it is. It's, it's <laughs> February 5th. But, but Tony, it, that's what I'm paying for. But it's trying to read the article. Up because it's like, no way, my team is I not did, 16th. I didn't say that it doesn't. Do its job, but it's a stupid. List. So you're saying players don't look at power rankings? <laughs> I'm pretty positive that they don't look. They definitely don't look at power. Someone rankings. should put it up on their bulletin board. Anybody want to, to guess the material. top five in the power rankings that don't matter? Dodgers, Dodgers one, Yankees, Yankees no, oh. Rangers, Rangers four, Baltimore, Baltimore five. Man, Tony's killing this list. Yeah, two more. Braves, Braves, Braves two, Phillies. Astros three. Oh yeah, those are your top five. Two Phillies are six. National three American. Yankees are seven. Anyway, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but Padres are sixteen, settling in there between the Twins and the Red Sox. And you know what they said makes perfect sense. They wrote a little blurb here, and it just says, I mean, the Padres still need help in the outfield and could use another bat at first base and or DA. All true. Yeah. Alden Gonzalez, our guy, wrote that. He's right. So they, they um, there's some there's some moves to be made out there, and if they don't get made, it's likely because the Padres want to see what they have in their own system. Yep, is and my to, guess. And to that end, joining us from Baseball America, guy who knows all about the MLB Padres pipeline, system, Chris. and I'm MLB, sorry. he's not Baseball America anymore. No, or was he ever? Um, Jim Callis will straighten that all out for us as he joins the show. Jim, I'm sorry. It's news to I, me. I've I've been traded. I've been traded. No, I. I it's an easy mistake, and you, it still happens occasionally. I was at Baseball America for 23 uh, years okay. and two stints, yeah. but I've been at MLB.com for 10 years. So. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm 10 years in, uh, behind here. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. But, you're, but it happens. I, I, I get, I, I'm telling you, like I just once or twice a year, um, I will get introduced as being from Baseball America. And my good friend Aaron Fitt, who I don't know if you guys ever have him on, who was at Baseball America, is now with anyone baseball, loves to give me a hard time because my first year at MLB.com, I was at the College World Series, and you stand up and you have to say where you're from when you ask a question. 
Amy and I was with MLB.com. I introduced myself as Jim Callis from Baseball America. when <laughs> I asked the question. So yeah. it happens to all of us. We're all good. It's all, all right. good. Well, my apologies. Let's get it up to date. Jim Callis from MLB.com. All right, so a lot of people are saying that the Padres, we just talked about it, they need to get some outfield help, first base, DH, but they may not sign a free agent. In fact, I don't know that they will. And in lieu of a trade, they got a bunch of guys they can bring to spring training and, and and give them a shot, Jim. What do these guys look like, you know, in your mind? And who's well, who has a chance to, you know, make a make a make a splash? Well, the the you know Padres Twitter is always all over me because Jacob Marcy <laughs> list after he destroyed the Arizona Fall League and. And I do like Jacob Marcy. I mean, I still think he has to like, he, but he's barely played above right. high A. You know, the, the fall league is like a launching pad, and he's talented, but he's played 16 games in Double A. And then you, I mean, you've got you know Nathan Martarella, who like Marcy was kind of an undervalued guy in the 2022 draft, who who looks like he, you know he's going to be something, but again, he's barely played in the upper minors. I don't think. You know, if their farm system is going to provide help at those positions, it's probably going to be because AJ Prowler goes out and makes a trade, which I don't know that he's necessarily going to do. But we can never put it past him. I mean, most of their their best outfielders are at least a year or two away. Yeah, that, that's that's how I I see things too. I mean, I know the the Padres, you know, have moved up the rankings in terms of um, you know top teams with with farm systems, but the only guy that I see right now that could be able to help is Jackson Merrill. He, he's Closer than, you know, either you know their their top prospect and Ethan Salas uh, or anybody below. But Jackson Merrill does have an opportunity um, to to make this ball club or to at least make an appearance at the big league level. Do you think that's likely in the outfield because of some of those things you just mentioned? It very well could be. I mean, and, and, and you know the thing, and the, you know Ethan Salas is their best prospect, but Jackson Merrill's you know one of the top ten or fifteen prospects in baseball too. He's a tremendous hitter. He won't be 21 until, I think, mid-April. He's still really young, but he's so advanced as a hitter. I mean, he spent a couple months in double-A last year, and I agree. Like, like that would be the guy. Like, you know, because the thing is, you know, Jack can play shortstop. I, I'd say he's an average, maybe a tick above average at shortstop. But as we all know, the Potters have, you know, Xander Bogarts and, you know, Machado and Tati. You, know, you, you guys all over the place. I mean, you know, you can only play one shortstop, and I think it's more likely – that you could see Merrill in left field. I think, you know, his bat is that good. It would profile left field. And I don't think he'll make the opening roster. But I could see my, – my guess is there's a good chance he could open the season in AAA. And, and my guess is whether it's AA or AAA, they are going to start working outfield into his mix. Jim Callis is with us talking about uh, the minor league system for this uh, Padre ball club and uh, who might be able to contribute. I've seen some people who have predicted that Ethan Salas will make a uh, make an appearance on the big league roster this year. Do you think that is a possibility, Jim? Do you do you buy into that thinking? I do not buy into that thinking. I mean, you, you can never say never, right. but but he's not going to be eighteen until June. Like, and even Salas is unbelievable prospect i mean i think he is one of the best prospects in baseball i know that there's a team out there that you know when you factor in his age and you project out his career thinks that ethan south is the most valuable talent in baseball big leagues or minor leagues you know because he's going to have such a long career and be talented but that said i mean i know he got to double a last year 
I'll be honest, I don't know why he got to double A last year. You know, he hit 209 games in, in high A. So, okay, now, you know, he's 17 years old. Let's send him to double A and he can get nine games there and he hit 179. Like, like, in all honesty, he should start this year in high A. And I cannot imagine a scenario. And you're right. I mean, I've seen people project, like, you know, he's going to be in the, he could be in the big leagues by the end of the year. I, I can't imagine a scenario where that would make any sense. Like, like, I don't know why you would start his service time t- clock ticking. As good as he is, I just don't see any way he'd be ready. I mean, he's a catcher. And while he's advanced for his age, I mean, he's super advanced offensively, defensively for his age. I mean, that's a position where you don't just step into the big league yeah. at 18 years old and handle a big league staff. Like, like I just don't see any way. I mean, I, realistically, even if he comes up next year, in 2025, he will be 19. Um so that that would be pretty crazy too. Like I think the last nineteen year old catcher to come up might have been Ivan Rodriguez. Um, you know, who had a pretty good career. But like I don't think we'll see Salas this year. That would that that would shock me. Jim Callis, MLB Pipeline joins us here on Gwen and Chris and we we've talked a little bit about the position players, but Robbie Robbie Snelling's made a quite some noise here over the past year and and seems to be coming along pretty fast. Is he a guy that could find his way with some time this year, or is he another year away before we possibly see him in a big league uniform? I think if he keeps doing what he did last year, we could see him in the big leagues. I mean, again, he's young. He won't be – He won't be. I mean, he'll be 20 all season. He doesn't turn 21 until December. But I think pitchers are different than hitters, you know, where, you know, the, the theory, you know, you only have so many bullets in the gun, and if, if the stuff is, is big league stuff and he's throwing strikes, you get him up there. You know, it, you know Robbie got to double A toward the end of last year, you know, made four starts, pitched very well there. I, I, I would guess he'd start in double A. But, I mean, you know, shoot, last year he had, I think, like a 182 ERA uh, despite being super young and moving up, you know, across three levels. If he keeps pitching like that, I, I could see him. You know, it could, like, here's the thing. I, the Padres should be better than they were last year. And if they contend and Robbie Snelling's pitching well, which I think he will, like in the second half of the season, it would make some sense. Like, I, I think we could see him. I think we could see Drew Thorpe, who they acquired in the Juan Soto trade. I think we could see – you know, a guy who's kind of sneaky, who doesn't get talked about, but moved pretty quickly last year and has pretty good stuff is Adam Mazur, who was a second-round pick a couple years ago. I, I do think with the pitchers, we could see them move those guys more aggressively. Jim, uh, it sounds to me, just in having this discussion, that the guys that we know the most about, I mean, just in general, for those of us who don't follow the, the minor league system, you know, tremendously close, it seems to me that the names we know are probably not the guys that are going to you know, likely make it this year, but somebody's going to have to make it from the minor leagues this year. It just seems to me the way this this roster is is kind of coming together. So, I mean, yeah, who is I mean, it? Who is it? I mean, who who could we see? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I mean, pitchers. I, I like I said, I think you could have pitchers, but I mean, most, I mean, I'm look. You look at their best position players in the system. You know, we're, we're in the process of updating our Potters list, but our season-ending list. The best position players on that list. Dallas is 17, Merrill's 20, yeah. uh, Samuel Zavala is 19, Dylan Head they just drafted last year out of high school is 19. Yeah. Like, those guys aren't necessarily going to be there ready. And, you know, I mentioned, I mean, I think Martorella and Marcy are probably the best bets, but I also think that's an awful lot to ask. I mean, they're they're older. They're, they're 22. But, I mean, these were 2022 draft picks who played one full season in pro ball and have barely played. In Double A, I think Martorella's played you know twenty three games and 
Marcy's played. I don't think Marcy's even played that many in double a. Um, he played 16. Like I, I just, I think you got to start those guys in double a this year and maybe they're ready by the end of the year. If things continue to go well, but I don't think you can, I don't think they're ready to step in. I mean, you know, one thing, I mean, AJ obviously has made a lot of trades and they gave up, you know, some young position players to, to get Soto in the first place. And while the system, I mean, the system's pretty deep. I mean, it, they've rebuilt the system. There's a lot of talent in there, but it just doesn't have a bunch of bats who are really ready to step in in the first half of this season. Jim Cowles joins us here, MLB Pipeline. And Jim, let's talk a little bit about some of the top prospects across Major League Baseball as we're getting closer to spring training. You're hearing Jackson name quite a bit in terms of having a chance to make this uh, big league roster. Based on what the Brewers are doing, and it seems like they're moving pieces uh, left and right, Jackson Cherio could have a chance to, to be a big leaguer. We saw Evan Carter come up. I mean, who are you looking forward to out of these young guys this year um, to come up and, and make a type of impact that we saw a guy like Evan Carter have when he did come up? Yeah, can I say all of the above? I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of guys ready to step in. I mean, the Orioles just made the trade to get Corbin Burns from the Brewers, and they traded Joey Ortiz, and I think that makes it a little easier to get Jackson Holiday in the lineup. And I think he's I can't I can't remember too many young hitting prospects as impressive as him. You know, Jackson Churio is you know obviously you're doing something right if you get an 82 million dollar contract before you make your big league debut. But right. I mean. Churio is like crazy combination. I mean, you can call him a 30-30 guy. I mean, he might be a 35-35 or a 40-40 guy. Um, Junior Caminero is just 20 years old. He might be the best power hitting prospect in the in the in baseball. And we saw him at the end of the season with the Rays. You mentioned Evan Carter, who you know I don't think the Rangers make the playoffs without Evan yeah. Carter providing the spark in September. And then you know <laughs> he's so young. And he's batting third and fourth throughout the playoffs and not phased by any of it. And the funny thing is, you could argue he might not even be the best outfield prospect in their system because they have Wyatt Langford who came out of last year's draft. And I think Langford's got an even higher ceiling. Langford rocketed to AAA in his first pro summer. And you know, speaking of that draft, you got guys like Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz. I, I think I just rattled off seven guys, and I think we're going to see all seven of those guys in the big leagues. Those are, those are our top seven guys on our top 100 prospects list. Salas is eighth, Jackson Merrill's twelfth. But those first seven guys, I think we're going to see all of them in the big leagues this year. Jim, will the Padres ever come to really regret all the movement of Juan Soto? And I'm talking about giving away what they gave away to Washington to get Juan Soto in the first place. Like, is James Wood ever going to come up and make an impact? Is Robert Hassel ever going to be heard from again? Uh, or are the or did the Padres make up for that in what they acquired from the Yankees in trading Soto there? Yeah, I mean, that's a tough question. Um, I mean, I think it ultimately is going to depend, like you just said, on how the guys, you know, like the, the guys they got for the most part and the guys they gave up are pretty young. I mean, you could argue that they would have been better off trying to win with Soto this year, maybe trading him at midseason. I mean, I understand they were in a payroll bind and, you know, needed to replenish their whole pitching staff and they were kind of stuck. If you kept Soto, that was going to be hard to do. You know, C.J. Abrams was better in the second half last year, you know, I think there's still questions. How much impact is going to be in the bat? How much is he going to walk? Or is he just going to be kind of an empty swinger? I, I'm not, I was never a huge Robert Hassel fan. I, I don't think there's impact in that bat. James Wood could be a star. The Nationals pushed him kind of aggressively to double A last year, and he struggled, but he's still young. 
I've always been the world's biggest Mackenzie Gore fan, and he had a pretty nice year for them. Um, you know, Susana, the other pitcher they give up in that deal, he, he's pretty far away. So, you know, looking at it, two or three of those guys could come back to bite him. And, and if that's the case, if if Abrams, Wood, Gore, you know, two of those three guys wanted to be pretty good players, they probably gave up more than they got for Juan Soto. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I think Drew Thorpe is a guy who could fill like a number three or four slot. I think everybody in baseball kind of saw Michael King as a sleeper. You know, they had some other arms in that deal, but it, I, I'm not going to second guess the trade because a, when you can get a guy like Juan Soto at that point of his career, those guys don't come on the market for one and two, it, it didn't work out, but like, Hey, what if, what if they beat the Phillies in the NLCS and go to the world series in 2022? Like, what if they win? Like <laughs> then, then it wouldn't matter. And And last year was just, I mean, you guys, you know, saw it firsthand. I just yeah. saw it from afar. I, I mean, that was basically a team that probably should have won, you know, 90 games based on the way they played. And they couldn't win one-ring games, and they couldn't win extra-inning games. They didn't make the playoffs. But, like, if they make the playoffs and something magical happens, then I don't think anybody cares that, you know, Juan Soto left or who they gave up for him. But, like, I, I you know, I, I think A.J. Proler is always going to roll the dice. And I would – like me too. Like if if I could acquire a twenty three year old Juan Soto, I'll roll the dice on twenty three year old on on getting twenty three year old Juan Soto. Jim, great stuff, man. I really enjoyed uh, catching up with you. MLB Pipeline, MLB dot com. Jim Callis, formerly of Baseball America. Just wanted to make sure we're clear on that. But uh, good insight, Jim. Thanks so Thanks, much for Jim. your uh, your help here, and uh, I think I understand the Padres situation a whole lot better. Thanks for having me. And, you know, I could use two paychecks. So if, if, if Baseball America wants to pay me as well, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I could use two paychecks. I'll call that would work out. I'll call. We'll okay, yeah, work, work on that. But, well, I'll give you 5% if you can make that happen. Yeah, so, very good. Fair enough. I'll be uh, on the phone during this commercial break. Thank <laughs> okay, you, Okay, take care, guys. Jim Callis, good stuff there. Getting us all a lot more knowledgeable on the Padres situation. Yeah, sounds like um, at least uh, the names you know right. outside of Jackson Merrill. Yeah. They're I mean, little, I think that's fair. Might be to, a ways away. Yeah, I'm glad that he kind of cleared that up because I just kind of, you know, because I don't pay as close attention to the minor league thing. I just assumed all these names I'm hearing are all going to be on the team this year. Right. And he's saying it would be a surprise. So we will discuss that further. More with uh, the president of the team, Eric Gruppner, on with Ben and Woods this morning. We'll hear more from him later. But coming up next, our daily gambit. Last week was a terrible week, so let's kick off a fresh one with some good picks when we return on Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.